Welcome to Generic True Crime Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Nick. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, do you know the show Dexter? And not Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, God. Dexter's Laboratory was, uh, I watched that when I was, like, 10. But I still thought it was annoying. Anyway, um. I like that cartoon. I thought the kid was just so annoying. And he reminded me of a kid that I knew. And the kid was kind of annoying. So I'm just like, ooh. Um, anywho. Dexter, um. Dexter, the show. So I know of it. I have never watched an episode. I am very disappointed because, in my opinion, that is a great, or was, a great show. I know it is. I'll have to get you on it. Well, you know how I am with TV shows. I watch, like, the same... The same three TV shows? (laughs) Yeah, literally the same three TV shows on repeat. I feel like as a psych major, you might really like this show and find it interesting. You know, and that's the thing. Like, I, you know, I'm a psych, I was um, studied psychology and criminal justice. And when people hear that, they'll be like, oh, I love, like, CSI and, like, SVU. And You don't like those. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, they're trying to, you know, make conversation with me. And I'm just like, you know, I have never Never seen seen any of those. Like, well, I've seen clips from, like, classes. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I was in undergrad, but, like, I never watched any episodes on my own. And I'm sure they're okay, good, but, you know, you know me. Yeah. I watched the same three shitty TV shows on repeat. This is true. I could vouch for that. So tell me about Dexter. So Dexter is about a um, blood spatter analyst. Analyst? I don't know what I was saying. Um, <laughs> blood spatter analyst who works for the Miami um, police. Uh, that is Why his Miami. That's just where he lives. Hmm. I've seen a picture. Of, like when I think of Miami, I think of like you know, like there's a big Latin population. I don't think of like a white dude. Well, th- there is. There's there, there's, white there's one white guy, and it's <laughs> Michael C. Hall's character. Awesome. Um, yeah. So he by day is a blood spatter analyst. And at night, he lives a life as a serial killer. However, he goes based off a certain code. Um, he doesn't just kill, like, anyone. He kills bad people, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, that sounds pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like, I love um, seeing assholes get the shit kicked out of them. I'm telling you, you would love the show, then. Yeah, so the reason why we're bringing up the show Dexter today is because we're actually going to do... The case on what? the Dexter copycat the Dexter killer. copycat killer. Yes, his mind his mind his name was slipping my mind for a second. His name is Mark Twitchell, and as we just said, he is known as the Dexter copycat killer. All right, you want to jump into it? Why not? Okay, so October tenth, two thousand and eight, Johnny Alting- Altinger. Sorry for butchering his name. Um. Johnny Altinger went to go meet a woman named Jen, whom he had been talking to online through the website Plenty of Fish. Ah, Plenty of Fish. I've been on it. Me too. (laughs) Um, Before leaving for a date, Johnny told a few of his friends the address that he was going to go meet Jen at, which is smart. Yeah, this is a smart idea. Like, this was 2008. I feel like even with, like... Now, in 2021, people need to do this more. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're meeting a stranger online. Yeah, pretty sketchy. Yeah. Though, yeah, even though, like, maybe her, her picture was innocent and he thought, you know, things are... No, he, he was a smart guy. He told his friends where he was going. Um, however, unbeknownst to Johnny, he was actually being lured to his death. Uh, Jen was actually 29-year-old Mark Twitchell, uh, an aspiring filmmaker... So you're saying that Twitchell catfished? He did. This is where we need Neve and Max. 
case you guys don't know, the show Catfish, look it up. You'll get that reference. Yeah, one of the three shows she watches. That's right. Um, So Twitzel had lured Johnny to a garage he recently rented for a film of his that he had recently made titled House of Cards. House of Cards is actually about a man talking to a woman online and has plans on meeting her in person. Uh, They actually plan a meeting at a garage um, where, (laughs) funny enough, he's actually lured inside and he's actually beaten to death. I have a question. Yes. So the name of his film is called House of Cards. Yes. Isn't that the name of a TV show? It is. Is it similar political or just kind of... No, I think that's a political TV show. Okay, so it's just kind of... Just same same name. Just no. name. Okay. Yeah, and... I've never seen it. So. Yeah, and it's pretty much about a guy being catfished, um, walking into his death, being lured to his death. Okay, so um, it was like he was at... So Twitchell was kind of acting out his film. Pretty much, yeah. So in the film, um, the guy meets or goes to go meet this uh, supposed girl from online, and he actually walks into uh, with a kill room, similar to TV shows Dexter set up. Mm, okay. Yeah, he had um, he set up a kill room with plastic all over so that there'd be no evidence. Um, once he's done. But the thing is, okay, so there's plastic. I get the reason for the plastic, but. Yeah, is no he gonna sputter. burn the plastic after he's done? He like just it? he just takes it, takes it with him, and just keeps it in his apartment. Or? No, he I don't. He disposes of I, it. I, yeah, I get. That, I I like, don't recall how he does, but he he I'm gets assuming, rid of it. I'm assuming keeping it would be dangerous because um from what I rem- from what I remember on Dexter, he chops up their body and um he wraps them in the plastic. And then what does Dexter? And do? And then he disposes it into the ocean. So I don't I don't know where this guy was. He's from Canada, but yeah, he, was he planning to like go to like an ocean and just dump some plastic? Um, so we'll get to that actually. Okay. Um, so actually, uh, Johnny walks into similar enough a kill room set up by Twitzo, and Twitzo actually, um, I believe from what I remember reading, he hits Johnny with a pipe, uh, knocks or a baton, one of those two. Gets him onto this table, and I believe he begins uh, dismembering him. Yes, that's what I read too. Yeah, yeah, and he actually tries. Um, he tries burning his body. Yes, and this this part kind of made me laugh a little bit. Like, so he he didn't realize because you know on TV shows they're not going to show exactly how long it takes to burn and a how body. hot it needs to it be. It needs to be re- like a house fire won't even burn a body too. Like it'll exactly. still have remains. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, uh, he was unprepared. Very unprepared and very impatient. Like, okay, if you're going to do a killing, like you're just going to expect this to be done really quick. And I'm sorry, our dog is playing with one of her squeaks. I told you she's the third host. I she doesn't forgot realize. to introduce her. Yeah. This is Roxy. Yeah. She doesn't realize she's even on the podcast. <laughs> Um, shortly after his date, Johnny's friends actually started receiving odd messages from him. Um, one that really stood out was a message saying that him and Jen were going on a trip to Costa Rica. Johnny's friends did not believe that for one second. They thought it was strange. They're like, this is weird. Let's look into this. Um, Good friends. Great friends. Yeah. 
So they actually broke into his condo and wanted to check out uh, what was going on. They actually noticed dirty dishes in the sink. Um, it didn't appear that he had packed. And funny enough, they found his passport there. Yeah, he can't go to Costa Rica without a passport. Yeah, so they came to the conclusion, like, something's up. So that's when they realized, like, oh, he's missing. Something happened. Um, Johnny's boss had even received a resignation letter via email. Um, and when his boss, like, responded, he asked for a forwarding address to where he could send his final paycheck, um, but he got no reply. So it's pretty obvious that something happened to Johnny. Um, Johnny's friends, like I said, were suspicious. Um, and after breaking into the condo, I believe they decided to go to the police to mention that he was missing and that something had happened. That's a good idea. Um, so about a week before all this happened, um, another guy, this is a super French sounding name and I'm totally going to butcher it. Do your best. I took like two months of French when I was in sixth grade. Anywho, um, Giles, uh, Tetral? Good enough. Good enough. Okay. A so, for effort. That's right. Um, he was lured, lured by, um, Twitchell in a very similar way. Um, so Giles was talking to what he thought was a woman. I don't know if it was the same gen profile or a different profile. Um, so I believe it was a different profile. I believe the name that Twitch I was using then was Sheena. Sheena? Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. I've never heard that name before. Interesting. Okay. So he, um, so Giles, you know, was talking to this woman named Sheena on Plenty of Fish. And he, um, they had planned a day, you know, for them to meet finally. Um, and so Giles entered the build, you know, Entered the building when uh, Churchill gave him the address. The garage. The garage. The same garage. Yeah, and that's yeah. like... So... Which, not... I'm I'm awful for just forgetting this and not mentioning it. Um, This was the garage Twitchell had rented to yeah. film his movie. Yeah. I'm so sorry for that. No, you're fine. Yeah, so but now you know. It happened in the garage that he was renting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Giles um, had, you know, was going to the same garage, which that's kind of, I mean, I don't know how guys feel about that, but like as a woman, if I'm going like on a, on a first date with somebody that I'm talking to online, never met them, and the address is a garage... Like, I have red flags. The fact that they're like, oh, just meet me in my garage. That's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Why would I meet you inside your garage? Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I would think, you know, maybe even be like, okay, meet me outside your garage, and then we'll go in your garage. To, I don't go know. in your car, or maybe they have a little setup in there. I don't know, yeah, I know but people, it's still strange. Yeah, so I agree. have some friends who have, like, couches, and they'll just, like, kind of drink in their garage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um... And that's what got, you know, Giles, you know, he went to this garage. Um, he thought he was going to meet this woman that was catfishing um, him. And so when Giles entered the building, he saw Twitchell coming out with him with a, a stun uh, baton, which I do not know what a stun baton is, actually. Um, I was in marching band many, many years ago. And when I hear baton, I think <laughs> of like one of those twirly things. I'm pretty sure that's not what he used. I, you know, I'm just imagining it. I know it's not true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, as this is happening, Giles in his head, he's like, shit, I'm going to die. And he... Um, he also thought he was going to get raped. Yeah, he also thought he was going to get raped. Mm-hmm. He didn't know exactly what um, Twitchell's um, intentions, intentions were. Because, you know, he was he was um, pretending to be a woman online. He didn't know if he was, like, secretly gay or what. But he was like, shit, I'm going to die. I'm going to get raped. Um, and so... Um, as Guy- so Twitchell started putting some duct tape on Giles' mouth, 
um, Giles, he's like, I have to fight. Like, I have to get out of here. Yeah, fight for his life. He did fight for his life. To party! Oh, God. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Enough jokes. So, okay. Anywho, um, Giles somehow gets out of the garage. He put up a great fight. He gets out of the garage, and he fall, you know, he falls on the gravel as he's leaving. Um, Twitchell actually um, caught up to him. Yeah, he did. And yeah. He, he started dragging him. I don't know if he started dragging him by his feet, but he started... Dragging, dragging him, him back. back into the garage, um, through the um, on the gravel, um, and then Twitchell again, you know, or I'm sorry, Giles again. He starts putting up a fight, and he eventually does break free. And luckily, there was a couple. They were walking by with a dog, walking their dog, dog yeah. Um, <laughs> and he goes up to this couple, and he's like, "Shit!" Like he's like, "I need help. I really need help." And then Twitchell comes, you know, he twi- the whole time Twitchell's wearing a mask, so. You can't really get a good look at his face. But as Giles is pleading for, you know, pleading for help and safety from this couple and their dog, um, Twitchell comes out very casually. Like, you would not think that, like, like the couple probably thought, like, they probably had a billion questions in his head. But Twitchell's like, oh, no, everything's fine. We're just kind of playing out a movie. And it's just very casual. Twitchell walks back into the garage, and then Giles is able to break free. Like, he's, he, mm-hmm. he's good. He's like, shit, I just got out. Yeah, and he actually doesn't report this to the police. Um, I guess he was a little ashamed of what happened, from what I've read. Yeah, it um, does. I mean, you know, like, whenever... Sometimes, like, our friends will talk about, like, horrible first dates. But this is one <laughs> where he'd be... He, he, I would completely understand why someone wouldn't want to talk about this. It's traumatizing as well. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know if it was just that, or maybe he felt, like, less of a man, or whatever was going through his head. I didn't quite... Um, I wasn't able to find out why exactly, but yeah, he just, he felt ashamed and he decided Mm -hmm. not to report it. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't report it for a while. And then, so this was a Um, few weeks after Johnny disappeared. He had, one of his, one of Giles' friends had told Johnny about, you know, this guy's disappearance and, um, for Giles. Giles. Yeah. He had some like, like his bells were ringing in his head. He's like, shit, I should probably tell the police what happened to me. Yeah, he told Giles um, that this guy disappeared, and yeah, he thought it was Switchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, then he decided to tell police when he heard about this missing guy. Yeah, so, um, I've, let's see. So I know shortly after that, um, the police were able to take Twitchell in. Um, I believe once Giles went forward, he gave the address of the garage of what happened, and they looked into it. And they, yeah, they looked into the owner, and then the owner's like, okay, this is the person who was renting it yeah. at this date. and it was Twitchell. So mm-hmm. uh, they brought him in for questioning, and he denied knowing a Jen or a Johnny. Um, he denied everything altogether. Uh, the police, however, were able to eventually, I think they got a warrant, and were able to search his laptop for um for clues and evidence and they actually managed to find a story uh that twitchell had wrote confessing his crimes and his story that he wrote it was very similar to how um giles was attacked and i don't know if at that time they knew exactly how johnny was attacked but like everything was really creepy about how giles was attacked and then this story yeah and actually one passage um from the story goes as this um this story is based on true events. The names and events were altered slightly to protect the guilty. This is the story of my progression into becoming a serial killer. Can I point out that he 
change the names to protect the guilty <laughs> himself. Yeah, you're protecting the guilty. Yeah, if you're it, guilty of a crime, then you're gonna you're you're owning up to your consequences, bitches. Yeah, I thought that was a weird line to add, but God, well, shouldn't it be the innocent? Yeah, he was a weird guy. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Yes, very much so. So besides that, um, they actually found Johnny's DNA in the trunk of Quetzal's car, along with, this guy's an idiot, along with the yellow post-it note reminding him to clean up his kill room. How fucking stupid are you? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't, he, how about having he wasn't ready least, to be a serial killer. Yeah, no, definitely not. How about having at least, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying do this. I am not in no way saying. Yeah, I'm we're not condoning killer. serial killers. But. I would think at least have like a code. Be better prepared. Like maybe like clean up your your basement. Well, that would be the code. Yeah. Well, funny enough, um, he like you know he was obsessed with Dexter and he got inspired based off of that. Um, so not only the TV show but the book, and he like wrote down like ways to he could avoid the police by getting um getting the ideas from the book. So. Um, I have one question. So he mm-hmm. was really obsessed with Dexter, and Dexter loved killing like bad people. Yeah. So this guy did. Did he think these people were bad, or was it kind of just like so? I couldn't find anything um, saying about that. I think he just killed at random. Okay, and he thought that whatever this was an easy way to get. People. Yeah, like whatever guys he got um, attention from on the fake the catfish profiles that he had. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Besides this yellow post-it note, they actually found a hunting knife with blood on it, and I believe it was Johnny's blood. This guy is stupid. He's an idiot. Um, so yeah, he did first deny knowing Johnny, but he later admitted to luring uh, Johnny into his garage, but he claimed it was all a hoax. Um, he claimed that the inc- incident was to promote his film. Um, and then the, the film kind of, he claimed that the film, in one of his stories, you know, it kept changing a billion times. Yeah. He had said that, um... While he was doing, you know, this this publicity for his film, that um, Johnny had gotten really defensive, and then mm-hmm. um, Twitchell, you know, he's like, "Shit, I gotta protect myself," and that's yeah. He claims later on that it was in self defense. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay, so if someone is attacking you in self defense, wouldn't you just like kind of like knock them stab out, them, and knock them out, stab St- them? I like how you go straight to stab. That's extreme. <laughs> I, I just meant like, well, not you know, maybe stab them a like, couple times. But- I'm, I'm meaning like dismembering. Well, like I would not think like if, if I if if someone attacks me right now, I'm not gonna be like let me dismember you. I don't know if it was one of those things where he like he then claimed like he freaked out and he had to dispose of the body because I know sometimes people will do that. Okay, I have heard that. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, Twitzel actually refused to say where he dumped Johnny's body for 18 months until he finally admitted to placing the parts uh, in the sewer. In the sewer. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So in 2011, Twitzel was found guilty of first-degree murder, and he's actually not going to be eligible per- for parole for a minimum of 25 years. I thought the trial was a little bit interesting. Um, So I had read that. The crown, which I don't, is, is the crown meaning like their court system, but that's what I assumed. Okay, so I had read that the crown didn't want all the evidence to be present, which I yeah, I don't know why that was. Yeah, and I, I mean, I assumed from the way the article wrote, which um, are articles I used Murderpedia, and what's the um articles that you read? I had a great article um from Medium. Medium, okay. 
So in that article, that, the Medium article you sent me to, um, mm-hmm. the way it sounded that they didn't want to provide all the evidence because it was really, really gruesome. Which, I mean, I guess you're trying to, like... Canadians. Like, so polite. So, so polite and nice, but it's like, shit. But even with, if they did, like, hide all this evidence, um, let's see, he was found guilty. How long did it take? Um, so the jury took five hours to find Mark Twitchell guilty. A first degree. Yeah, murder. that was fast. And he will be um, eligible for parole in twenty five years, which um minimum of twenty five. Yeah, years. minimum of twenty five years, and that was his his um in two thousand eleven. I was in thirty six. That's right. Um, I hope he never gets out. He's a scumbag. Well, he's Canadian, so. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian, I love Canadian. Canadians. I know they are sweet, very sweet. He's a r- rare Canadian. Yeah. Natural. Right? Bad Canadian. You never hear of, like, bad Canadians who are just like, oh. <laughs> you exist. Yeah, you guys do exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's really American. I'm kidding. I'm not really. <laughs> I really hope not. No. Yeah, so that's Mark Twitchell, a.k.a. the Dexter copycat killer. And a real dumbass. A real d- Oh, sorry, guys. And Nicole just smacked her beer. Yeah, sorry. Whoops. Anyway, you got anything else? I don't think so. Do you have anything else? I don't. Like I said, he's an idiot and a scumbag, so let him rot. Yeah, rest in peace to to Johnny. Yeah, rip, for sure. Alright, so. What did you say you used? I used Murderpedia. Murderpedia. That's a good one. And yeah, I used Medium and good old friends of Wikipedia. Mm, gotta, gotta love Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So, where can they contact us if they uh, have any feedback? Oh, gosh. Okay. I forget all our socials. We have an Instagram. It's um, We do have an Instagram. That is correct. Merrick underscore true mm-hmm. underscore crime underscore podcast. And that's where you can find us on the Instagram. On the Instagram. That's right. And then we have an email. What is our email? It's a Gmail, right? It is a Gmail. So it's generic true crime, all one, all together, uh, at gmail.com. So please, yeah, if you have any uh if you have any feedback or any questions, please feel free to message us. Alright, so happy uh it's Sunday, right? Yeah. Happy Sunday, everyone. But happy by the time you're hearing this, who knows what day it'll be. I have a schedule yet. Yeah, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully. Alright. We're out of here. Bye. Bye.